Tulsa's number one podcast. Showtime, baby. It's Castro X to Titty Tia, Eyes Open, dubbed the home of the emotionally naked. A podcast about anything and everything. If you don't like it, with all due respect, fuck you. I'm about to lasso, Castro the asshole, turn him into mincemeat, for ramen casserole, feed it to a thick booty bad bitch, she'll fucking kill me if I try to feed a cabbage, pussy fried catfish, I'ma hit them boys with Mandalorian hat tricks, I ain't never had shit, till I turn to rapping, for rapper to rapper, Kappa Lambda, I'm on some fragile shit, packing on packers damage, stamming on stacking damage, acting out like an asses. If you move it against me, it's like my last. You should've taken some classes. Uh huh. Baby, what is he rapping? If you couldn't hack it, then maybe you should trash it. I'ma serve it like a delivery package. Misery's a habit in the latest fashion. She likes to pull up in the fastest. Hoopy with the black tip. We get it cracking. She releasing the dragon. Hold up. Fire breathing. I am not a heathen. I am just a lion crushing everything he's saying. Heat seeking, miss a lunch with a beacon. With all due respect, fuck you for even speaking. How? Yeah. Yo, 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 yo. <coughs> wow. wow. Yo, 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 yo. It's your man Castro X coming at you live and direct with the With All Due Respect podcast. I blanked. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, two titty tea in the motherfucking building. <laughs> I'm so tired. Uh, I'm sorry. The two gentlemen in which we gather before you here today. Uh, just know that we've been working on getting these dudes uh, onto the podcast since Castro X started hosting rap shows, which was just a while back, man. Uh, first time I caught these two gentlemen, uh, the presence was definitely noticed. They main evented the Juice, Makers, uh, Juice Maker Lounge show that we put on, what, some months ago. You know what I'm saying? Uh, when they came on stage, as I said, you definitely recognized uh, the talent that these gentlemen had. Uh Ladies and gentlemen, I give you uh, Bubba C and Easton in the motherfucking building. Yeah, yeah. how's it going, bro? How y'all doing? What's yeah. poppin', Tulsa? Motherfucking mm. A. I was about to say Hutchinson. <laughs> Man, y'all been doing a lot of traveling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what's that like? Uh, It's dope. After mm. spending like 21 years in the same town, he really put the battery in my back. I was like in a weird cycle of like not necessarily depression, but... I wasn't feeling myself at all. And then to yeah. have somebody as dope as he is be like, bro, you're dope, I need you. I was like, I'll fall into place, bro. For real, for real. I can definitely dig that, man. What I'm curious about in regards to that situation, I know you had a story you were just about to tell me. Let me let me get this out the way really quick. Uh, is first off, how the fuck y'all come together? And then second off, <laughs> uh, man, what got you two into rapping individually, man? When did y'all even start this shit? Um, I'm going to let him... Mm. Set, tell the story of how we came together because he brought it to fruition. Mm. Go and take it away, baby. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, I started rapping when I was like 16. Mm. I had a buddy that I did music with. Well, and that's who I used to do music with, but it was a friend, and I seen he was rapping, and I was like, damn, that shit looks dope. So I started practicing, and then I went over there one day, and I was like, check this out. And he was like, damn, that's dope. So we started like recording, and uh, it just became like something I really fucked with. And then I started making music with some other people. I had a producer for a while. 
and then we, we all kind of like split ways on good terms. Right. Like he's a grown grown man, like thirties. He's got kids, so he's like, I gotta put this music to the side. Right. <laughs> so he was like, just do your thing, bro. And we just kind of split, and so I've been doing my solo shit. I dropped three mixtapes on Dat Piff, and then uh, and then I got this uh, I dropped those tapes, but. I had a video, I had two videos done by Zach King, and that's actually Easton's cousin. Really? Yeah. And that's how I first met Easton. And so, like, during the time that I was shooting those few videos, like, Reflections, like, you can find that on YouTube, Reflections, Lovely. Okay. That shit was um, beautiful. Word. <laughs> that was, like, a time that I was, like, I wasn't working, like, I was just hustling, I was traveling a lot, you know what I mean? Going to Colorado, I was... I went to Cali like three times. Was this for music that you was traveling? No, just kind of just chilling. You know what I mean? Like I had some money and I was just done working. I was working on music and just kind of just hustling. Right, right. Definitely. Are you from Tulsa? No, I'm from Dodge City, Kansas. Okay, for sure, for sure. Are you from Tulsa? I'm from Hutchinson, Kansas. Okay, so y'all some Kansas boys. That's yeah. dope. I ain't Straight even know from that. the middle of the map. <laughs> <laughs> y'all currently reside here, though. This is yeah. where y'all living? Yep. Most deaf, most deaf. Why, why did you guys come to Oklahoma? Well, like I was saying, so I started linking up with Easton, and we kind of like, I, I, we like rapped for each other, you know what I mean? We was like never really met. We just knew each other rapped. And we're kind of cool, so I would like go to Hutchinson and we kick it and smoke. Mm. And uh, we were like working on a song, and then an opportunity came to open for Caskey in Kansas City. So I hit up Easton and I was like, "Hey, bro, you want to open with Ka- open for Caskey with me?" And he was like, "Fuck yeah!" So we made us. We only really had time to make one song. Mm. So it was Bubba C and Easton up there for one song, and then the rest was my set. But we had so many people. Like ten people come from Kansas City, they drove an hour to Topeka the next night because we did a show at Caskey the next night in Topeka, and so we were like, "Damn, bro! Like this shit, like it worked." You know what I mean? Like we right. had a better reaction than we did solo. Like it just the energy and the the um, how do you say it? Uh, the crowd reaction, like yeah, just the way like. We performed together. It was like natural. You know what uh, I mean. See, right. that, that's definitely what I noticed from you, gentlemen. <laughs> Off top, like I said, I mentioned in the intro, man, was your guys' stage presence. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely there as fuck, bro. Thank you. Know you know what bro. I'm saying? Y'all yeah, definitely, y'all bring that. Uh, that heat off top, you know what I'm saying? The music is dope as fuck as well, so it just goes hand in hand. Yeah. But on stage, you guys are visible as fuck. You know what I'm saying? You can't help mm-hmm. but look at these dudes. You know what yep. I'm saying? Most deaf, most deaf. Anyway, I mean to cut you off. No, you're good. But that was like that was the one thing that caught our attention, just like it caught everybody else's attention. To like the shit, this shit's working better for us than it was by ourselves. Mm. So we need to take advantage of it. And then at the first Caskey show, uh, Joey, Joey Spitta, mm-hmm. our boy Spitting, he uh, his lady saw us on stage and was like, "Hey, check these dudes out." Well, then he hit, uh, came out and talked to me when I was outside smoking and was like, I'm booking Lil White in July. Do you guys want to open? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, I'm not, it's not a buy-on. Like, I want y'all to perform. Mm. And so I was like, bet. So I got him on Facebook, whatever. This was in June when that's the Caskey show happened, like early June. And was this in Kansas? 
Yeah, Kansas City and then Topeka, Kansas. Okay. And so it went by and we were just kind of like chilling. And then Joey hit me up and was like, for the Little White Show. And so we did, but we booked Busy Bone the night, two nights before. So we got on a Busy Bone, had a day off, and then did a Little White Show. And then Joey kind of talked, uh, <clears throat> hit me up and asked us like, if we wanted to be, like join the, the squad, Spit Ink. Right. And it just kind of like, Unfolded. See, that's dope. I think I've seen uh, footage from the Little White Show. Was this outside? Yeah. 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 I don't know where the fuck I saw that though, but I think I, I scrolled past that or some shit. I, I was wearing I was wearing a shaggy outfit. I had like I didn't realize it until he said I looked like shaggy. I had brown pants on, yeah, black Chuck Taylors, and a green T-shirt. Of course. I, I was like, wow. <laughs> That's, That's funny, funny as fuck, man. Super funny. Yeah, I got to catch a little bit of that footage. What happened after that? Um, well, he kind of, like, so he, like, waited a little bit. He made the announcement on his Facebook, and, like, we kind of just, like, gained all the love from his people. Because mm. he's been out into, like, he was he's from Lawrence, Joey is. So, like, he's been doing music for a few years, you know what I mean? Like, steady. So he's been building, so he has his own dedicated audience. fan base and audience, like, that you've seen the, the live of My Life is a Movie. Mm. That was his album release. So everybody there was there for him. You know what I'm saying? So, like, all those people fuck with us just like that. And he just, the opportunities he got, you know what I mean? If he heard about a show that he didn't fuck with or he didn't want to do that he thought would be good for us, he's like, hey, like, we did the Tom McDonald and Struggle Jennings show. He was like, I don't want to do it, but there's opportunities there. You guys want to do it? And we're like, fuck yeah, we want to do it. I think that that's real dope, man, that he kind of looks out. You know what I'm saying? A lot. Of, it's, it's a difficult thing to come by. Somebody that's actually gonna take care of each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. He super looks out too. Like, I think that that's real. We dope. do the same for him. Shout you know out Joey. I mean? Like, yeah. Shout out Joey. Like, most del. That's our dude. Shout out to my team. Like <laughs> even before like we'd really even met Joey. Like just from those two shows. After that, it was like, I don't know. It was just like we were family. Like he knew us maybe a total, not even a total of 48 hours. Like being around us. Right. And it was the next time we were in Topeka, we were staying at his house. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, they trusted, the, you know what I mean? Like That's they, crazy, man. Like, just the genuine love that they, like, the good people they are, it was just crazy. And what's the name of the team? Spitting Ink, Spitting Nation. Okay, the the yeah, label yeah. is Spitting Ink. Yeah, that's real dope. Is it just y'all and Joey on it? How many artists y'all got working? Um, it's just y'all rocking it us as a duo group, we got Joey and then our DJ, DJ Acrylic. Yep. Okay, that's fire as fuck. That's fire as fuck. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to meet Joey, man. He oh, sound man. real solid. That's incredible. He's a dog dude. What about you, man? Tell me about how you <laughs> got into just rapping. Um, This is this is pretty funny. Um, okay. I hope Keyboy is watching at some point because um, me and him are super cool now. Like, I got nothing but love for him. But, um... Just like every other city, the number one artist in that city, and no matter who doesn't want to admit it, Keyboy was the biggest artist in Hutchinson, if you liked his music or not. And I did not. I did really? not like bro at all because he was he like he used to he's grown up a lot. He's had a lot of character development over the years, just as every grown man has. And a lot of it was me too going out of my way to be hateful, but I wrote a diss track when I was like 12 years old. Wow, man! Yeah. So you've been doing this shit for a while. Yeah, bro. I wrote the for the first track I ever wrote. I was, I was like 
I was about to be 12, I bet. I was like 11 and a half. Wow. Yeah, and... Uh, Writing diss tracks, though. Bro, yeah, the, the two, it was, uh, my dad was uh, dating this woman, and she had two sons, and they totally shaped my taste in music in the beginning, and they, uh, they both wrote diss tracks, too. Two and, the same dude? Yeah, and they were both older than me. It was just for fun, because we were just right, bullshitting right. around. We all wrote to the same beat. The first beat I ever wrote to was Accordion by MF Doom. And I okay. like every time I hear that, it just sends chills down my arms, because it's like the first beat I ever rapped to is like something that means a whole lot. But uh, I killed them, too. Like They were like, dude, have you ever rapped before? And I was like, no. And then after that, I was like, maybe I should write music. And then after a while, <laughs> I kind of became... Not the rapper in high school, but <coughs> every everybody knew that I rapped in high school. And we'd go have Freestyle Friday ciphers outside of what it was called A Hall, and that's where you went into the main entrance <coughs> to the high school. Me and my dude Shay, that's who I like really started uh, taking it, not taking it serious, but like writing every day, going to school and being like, bro, look what I wrote. And then he was so dope. My dude Shay was from Seven Mile in Detroit. Okay. And, uh, yeah, shout out Shay. I love that motherfucker with my whole heart. Uh, he was just like, we should do something, bro. And we, we called ourselves the flip side. And we it. would, we just like, we didn't do nothing serious ever. But I always told him if I ever got a show that I would put him on it if I ever could. And the very first time I could do that, I took, we went to Lawrence and did a show and it was super cool. That's dope. That's real dope, man. That's crazy that you've been rapping that long, though. And it all started from dissing. Motherfuckers don't usually start dissing until way later in the career, man. So he... Yeah, I woke up and chose violence that day. <laughs> yeah, I love that you already you got all that out the way. So diss tracks that come later, you're like, man, I, I already did this shit. I've been there, done that. Bro, low-key, like, I won't say who the diss track is about, but, like, I had a hypothetical diss track when I was in Topeka the last time. And he don't want to drop that track because we have like a big 50 cal bullet in the chamber if he ever decided to. <coughs> was it with the artist y'all traveled with? Uh, no. no. No? No. Where already? Because I know the artists that y'all, uh, well, I, I don't know, man, because matter of fact, I think uh, Lovelace, Gengar, KMJ, and them boys traveled separately, right? And y'all mm -hmm. was already down there. They came yeah. and met y'all down yeah. there. Yeah, so I don't even know who y'all traveled with. Who all was on that show outside of them? Was it was it the the Tulsa team and then uh, y'all and Joey? It was um, Nate Bakes. Shout out Nate Bakes. Nate Bakes. He opened that bitch up. Cheddar Music. We got a song with him. Yeah. Um, <coughs> Shout out Cheddar. Schwim performed. Chucho. Chucho performed. We did. Joey did. Kicked Hopeless did. There was a couple artists that were supposed to perform, like G-Baby was supposed to be there, but he wasn't able to make it. Mm. Shout out G-Baby. Y'all yeah. need to go check him out. He's super dope. He's, he's, out in he's here in Bartlesville. Yeah, he? yeah. That's dope. That's dope. I ain't even heard of him yet. I'm going to have to check dope. in. Yeah. Um, super dope. I, I think that's I think that's all of them. But like from start to finish, but that show was so lit. Pretty much <laughs> everybody that was on that show set, though, was on Joey's album besides Kicked Hopeless. Really? Yep, so Schwim was on it, Chucho was on it. Nate Bakes wasn't on it, but... Me and Joey got a track with Nate. Yep. And Nate goes hard, so it's kind of hard not to put. You know what I mean? Right. 
I'm gonna have to check out these artists. Artists, I haven't got to check these dudes out yet. I'm mainly, uh, you know, what I'm saying, I spend a lot of time with our Tulsa artists. I had no idea y'all were even from Kansas. I, I thought you no were Tulsa either. boys. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's what caught me off guard. I think that that's dope. You know what I'm saying? With all due respect, branching out. Being from Kansas, uh, y'all ever heard of a rapper named Bird? Bird. Bird the rapper. He from Kansas. From where in Kansas? I know like I ten thousand people that oh, go my by phones up there. Like, Word. He, he cold phone? as fuck, but uh, you know what I'm saying. Is I he just, a crip? Yep. Yeah, I know Bird. He got that song. Uh, Why you ain't got no tent? Cause bitch, I got this heat, and I keep a gunner with me. Cause he see what I don't see. Like, I didn't know that he was a rapper, but I think I met him a long time ago. Yeah. In a not so good situation. <laughs> oh word. Not like bad towards me or my friends, but. None of us should have been there. <laughs> I can dig it. I can dig it. He was yeah. cool though, for real, for real. He a chill dude, as far as I mean, what I seen as far as if that's the dude I'm thinking of. Real skinny dude, but yeah. anyway, uh, that's all irrelevant, man. That was just <laughs> a little nerd question yeah, I had to ask y'all one time. But uh, my man, so we were, you were telling me a story earlier before we got on there uh, about uh, I think Lovelacing now. Oh, okay, yeah. We'll see what happened before all that. Like the reason I'm here. <laughs> he moved to uh, he was in Wichita he moved to Dodge so we could do music right because shit was you know what I mean so we had all those shows because we did like 12 or 13 shows from June to December so like it was it was lit so he Yo, moved up. so he moved to Dodge and then we moved up here because my mom and my grandma live up here and my grandma was getting real bad mm. with dementia and shit so and I was tired of my job and I was working like 60 hours a week on salary. And so we moved up here so I could like, like today they moved my grandma into a, a nursing home. Really? So like we got here the first, like September 1st. So that's the reason why we moved here because I have that much time. Right. Because they moved here five years ago the day I moved here. That's wild. So I was running out of time. So you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, most deaf, most deaf. Uh, and that's why we're here. How'd y'all link in with the rest of the boys down here rapping? Just I, by catching them at shows or what? I came here to visit for my Christmas that was in February because mm -hmm. I didn't get a Christmas off. And uh, this was the year before or whatever. And I did an open mic. <clears throat> I was driving and I posted on my Facebook story. And this dude from Dodge that I'm to school with lives here, Fabian, mm. and he knows Keegan, KMJ. Mm -hmm. So he was like, he was like, what the fuck? You're headed to Tulsa? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, come do open mic. So I pulled up to open mic. KMJ was there. And I did my set. He did his set. And I was like, we were both like, damn, bro, you're dope. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we got, so we got socials. <clears throat> then we moved down here and he was like. We're doing, we're doing a show. So he put us on the show, and that was at Juice Maker. And I think that might have been... That was our show. Yeah. So that was y'all's first show out here? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Wow, that's and wild. Besides, and then we did Rabbit Hole. Then we did the okay. Rabbit Hole the next night, I think it was. And so, like, that was, like, other than that open mic, that was the only time... The open mic was the only time I met KMJ. So then the, y'all's show is when I really linked in with him and then we just kind of like we was just cool you know what I mean it's just weird see that's cool and then as everything kind of unraveled and we got introduced to everybody right and then like 
D, you know? Yeah. It's, and once he seen us, he was like, oh, I fuck with y'all. Shout out D. Yeah, shout out you D. Know, and then, man. obviously, Lovelace was there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So then, then they asked us to do a show, and then it just kind of like... Every, Started building from there. Yeah, everybody was just so cool. You know what I mean? Cause right. Like, like, a lot of, there's a lot of cool artists, and the ones that we're cool with are dope, but it, like... There's, I mean, like everywhere there is, there's so much hate, mm -hmm. but it was just really weird. Like everybody was just so like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, we're just, you're so used to people like hating. Right. You know what I mean? That's definitely one thing and I've noticed. Dope and it was just, That's the right. best part. Of everybody it's embraced it. Like, let's work. That's Can one thing I've noticed with the, uh, that particular group. Lovelace, Gengar, KMJ. J-Rob. J-Rob, Aaron Sawyer. Yeah, uh, You know what I'm saying? Caradon. True and D-Y fear. The entire squad is like, uh. They're very much like, oh, jo you do a thing, come do a Joey thing. Joey Organic. Us. Joey Organic. I haven't met Joey yet. You know? I Isn't met he him. from, uh, what's that? Uh, Choco. Chico's Fans. Chico's yeah, Fans. Yeah, I met him through KMJ. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody that I've met, like, just from KMJ, you know what I'm saying? Just like Blossom and everybody right. has been so dope. Yeah, yeah. I haven't got to type in with, uh, uh tap in with Chico's Fails yet, but. To come, you know what I'm saying? Yes, yeah, that's incredible. That's one thing I've noticed, though. Like, when it comes <laughs> to the Tulsa scene, as of late, man, we've become very, uh, let's come together. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Let's do this together. And I feel that's one of the only ways to move, man, is as a unit, as a team, brother. That's why I think uh, <coughs> it's dope as fuck you brought our boys out there to Kansas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, Joey wouldn't have had it any other way, bro. As soon as he saw them perform, he was like, they're performing my album. Right yeah. Because he asked us, he was like, are they dope? And we're like, yeah, they're dope. And he was like, are they dope? And we're like, bro. Like extra dope. <laughs> yes. Like, like kicked hopeless is a game changer on stage. It's yeah, a whole different absolutely. breed of some shit. You know what I'm saying? And you don't expect it because Gengar no. always open up. You know what I'm saying with his, his heavy metal shit, bro. And I see people. I love people's reactions. They're just like, they're was, like, what yeah. the fuck? And then that the was the whole like, reason why I came to that show, even though it was our show or the uh, juice maker, the juice maker show, because that was y'all's mm -hmm. first show and that was my first show meeting everybody there too. And then he was like, yeah, Gengar's going to be there. And I was like, what? I was like, bro, yes, I'm going. And he was like... <laughs> I just think it's... Uh, I had no idea that that was y'all's first show out here outside of the open mic that you yeah, had, bro. Out. Man, that's dope. I feel privileged to get to uh, be a part of that shit with y'all. Yeah, sure. so do we. That was yeah, my first show hosting. Oh, see? Ever. So that's dope, man. That's D put fire. that shit on, man. So shout out D for giving yeah, a lot yeah. of us our, a little Thanks. first out here. You know what I mean? I hosted I hosted the album release party on the yeah. spot. Yeah, they, Joey didn't know who was going to host it. I was like... Can I host it? Right. And it was fun, bro. That was fun, fun, <laughs> fun, fun. I want to host. I want to host the shows that I'm on too. How How do you go about your hosting style, man? Because like I'm a stand up comedian. I like that. See, that's a like, smart move. Or like like a, like imagine a stand up comedian mixed with a WWE like promo specialist. Okay. Like this next man is one of the greatest, the latest greatest artist I have ever heard. Put a round of applause for. And then Nate Bakes came up and killed that shit. And, yeah, after that, it was fun, dude. Like, super fun. Super I dope. It. I like hosting, man. Hosting is a, a good spot to be involved with the rappers but not have to rap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, super fun. It's a, it's a chill environment to do that. Uh, man, what do we got coming up? What are y'all working on nowadays? Y'all got some tapes or anything <laughs> like that on the way? Uh, I just went to Topeka for, like, two months and recorded, like, like four fifths of my album, mm -hmm. so like my solo album is practically almost done. That's fine. Do y'all got any solo projects uh, out 
Um, Cause the, you said I think you said you did some solo mm-hmm. shit. The only like solo project, <laughs> like that I actually have was a mixtape I dropped like in 2016, mm. and it was um, it was just like I needed to do something, so I wrote a bunch of songs, wrote a couple of remixes, and put it. It's called Young and Dumb Volume One. It's on uh, there are all the songs are on YouTube, and uh, I got three music videos from that uh, from that mixtape on YouTube. One of them is Stress Relief. The other one is a Neighbors remix for J. Cole. Okay. And then the third one is an Illa J remix for the song. Uh, it's called Feeling Good. See, I'm curious, man, because you've done listed off uh, a couple artists that I really like, like MF Doom. You just said J. Cole. Uh, you mentioned uh, some people that really kind of help mold your, your musical uh passion your musical influences and shit man who, who the fuck do you listen to this might take a couple minutes uh it's all right we got time we got so when <laughs> when i came in to listening to music my they I were gonna how be confidently he said this is gonna take a couple minutes let's go <laughs> uh they were gonna be like my brother's-in-law or so i don't know what it's called when your your dad gets married to somebody stepbrothers whatever the fuck i don't know they aren't what they were gonna be now but they showed me this uh, this album by a producer named Jake One. Okay. And it's called White Van Music. And that, to this day, is probably one of my... It'll stay in my top ten albums, no matter how many of my favorite rappers drop an album. Because that, like... That had Freeway, MF Doom, Royce to 5'9", Brother Ali, Slug okay. from Atmosphere. Like, so many people. And, like, it's giving me chills, bro. I can listen to that album front to back mm. and back to front <laughs> and uh so like after that i got into most deaf mm. common mm. common is really what made me want to rap the most and people don't know how to handle that when i say that because of the way that i rap and right it's definitely a different style yeah i used <laughs> to be into all the conscious shit like mm. i came up on common most deaf talib quali mm. um you talking my language right so now. So many you know, people. Notice. Dilated peoples. Okay. Um, at- atmosphere. Everybody, dude. And then it went to, uh, like, not even so much as all rap. Like, I almost like old soul music more than I like rap music. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I like uh, Curtis Mayfield, mm-hmm. Teddy Pendergrass. You fucking Al Green? Come yes. on. My Al man. Green, Bobby Womack, uh, Bobby Caldwell, all them people, like, it's all the samples, like, the, the, the people's samples made some of the best rap songs ever. Like, a Bobby Caldwell sample made uh, What You Won't Do For Love by Tupac, mm-hmm. Sky's The Limit by Biggie Smalls, and uh, that's how I got into soul music, because I heard uh, a song, and I was like, oh, and I started rapping, and they started singing, and I was like, oh, shit, this is super So you studied into the sample? Oh, yeah. That's like, I like, I make beats. I like... That's dope. I'm not like like I don't like make beats like every single day. I don't have my equipment and whatnot set right. up. But like the song with me, Joey, and Nate on it, I help make the beat for that song. That's and dope. That's dope. Like uh, it's hard to think of all the influences music wise that I've had because there is so many. Like what I love though is a lot of them are East Coast cats. Uh, I'm a big East Coast fan when it comes to hip hop, man. Yeah, that's how I was yeah, when I when I first started, and then I went to the west and sugar free and dj quick are like 
But my see, forte. I love that they, I love they, they old school too. I'm, a, I'm an old hip hop head, man. Yeah. Uh, I got love for the new shit, man. You know what I'm saying? They getting their grind on, but nothing to me compares. You know what I'm saying to the yeah, old joints. That era of hip hop is. It's gold. It was. It literally was the purest form, because it was always, more often than not, being used for what it was put there to be used for. Right. And a hip hop is. Like, to be hip is to be, to know, right. to be, like, conscious, and a hop is a movement, so you're conscious to the movement, mm. so you mm. you put positive energy out, like, reach one, teach one. My dude Drama D, like, my dude Drama D told me that, he, like, he pulled me out of my box and made me put, uh, like, rap about stuff that I've always wanted to and never been able to put the words to, like, police brutality. Everybody has something to say about that, whether it's the right thing to say about that or not. You know what right. I mean? Like, But my dude, Drama D, and shout out Drama D, he is one of the most elite lyricists that I've ever met. I will vouch for him 10 out of 10 times. He is one of the dopest rappers and people that I've ever met. He from Kansas uh, as well? He, I'm honestly not sure where he's from. I think he, from lives, he lives up in Arizona right now, that I'm pretty sure. Um, but, uh... Yeah, bro, like, he was talking to me about a bunch of stuff. I was just like, man, I want to make a song like this. And then me, Joey, and Drama came together and made a song called What If. And the song is exactly what it sounds like. Like, what if, uh, like, just put the shoe on the other foot. Like, mm. the hook of the song goes, what if you walked in their shoes, would you see why they had enough of it? And what if they took your clothes off and whipped you till you screamed in mm. public and they didn't move? No, those people work for the government. Hand on your mouth, they go muzzle it. Keep you with no voice. That's the American dream. Mm. And it's just super powerful, bro. Like I'm going to definitely have to get into that. Slaps, bro. Amazing. Gives yeah. goosebumps, bro. I'm going to definitely have to check that. See, and, and that's the thing with me, man. It's hip-hop. Not saying it doesn't any longer, man, because it still stands for something. But back in the day, as you, as you said, hip-hop was used for... As you said, what it was used for. To me, a lot of the times back then, they had substance. They had something worth being said a lot of times. Yeah, man. like... And then that's what drove me to hip-hop. You know right. what I'm saying? I feel like that's what... Not necessarily that's what should drive everybody to hip-hop, but, like, that's what made me want to rap. I heard... Like, I saw Common on a Grammy or an Oscar commercial, and mm. randomly I was like, I'm going to look that dude up. I don't even know who this dude is. And Common I, Cole. Bro, he's one of the best. I met him. I didn't meet him, actually. I saw him <coughs> at Riverfest in Wichita. And I am not ashamed to say I was crying real tears, bro. I felt the real energy from him. He is such a genuine human being. For real, for real. I think that that's And dope, the man. worst part of that show is, or no, that was, they cut they cut Talib Kweli off. Because oh, he said, fuck Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. See, and I fuck with Talib, most deaf, all of them boys, man. They some real spitters. Let me tap in with you, man. Since we did the whole influence thing, I'm curious as to who the fuck you be vibing to. Who you, who put you, who, who, who influenced you to get it? Um, <coughs> that was hard so to get like, like, out. <laughs> uh, so, like, the first, like, hip-hop I ever heard, um, I had a homie. I still, he's still my homie. He used to live across the street. And I used to go over there and play and kick it, you know what I mean? And uh, his cousin left, uh, the Marshall Mathers LP. Okay. In in a boombox. It's not a bad start either. And uh, and the the only song I think that worked on that shit was Criminal. Cause I'm a criminal. And we used to act out the the put the fucking money in the bag, yeah. bitch, and I won't kill you. You know what I'm saying? 
And that was like the first, and I remember going home and I was like singing that shit and my mom was like, what the fuck are you listening to? And I was like, Eminem. And I'm like seven years old or some shit, right. you know what I mean? She's like, no. And I kept listening to it. And so she she bought me, the first CD she bought me that was like rap had, uh, it was the Grammy nominee. It was like the songs that were Grammy nominated or right. something like that. And so it was like not just hip hop, but the song that was on there was without. Me. So it was a compilation of, yeah, you know what I'm saying, different like the different Grammy, genres and shit as yeah, well. It was like, it was like a CD of like the songs that won awards at the mm-hmm. Grammys, all put on one CD, and without dope. me was on there. And then kind of from there, like then I started diving more into like drug <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the Eminem obviously, <laughs> and then. It introduced me to like Fifty Cent and then like Dr. Dre. See, I went and down then I that started as going well. towards the West Coast, like Snoop Dogg, mm. Exhibit, Corrupt. You know what I mean? Like that. It whole... makes me so happy that y'all boys are quoting old school shit. Cause the thing is, is a lot of times nowadays in this generation of hip hop, it's forgotten. You know what I'm saying? People don't give a mm-hmm. fuck about the legends of those that laid it down before. Like, and that's, that's so crucial. That's why they should Get take your hip-hop card for some shit like that's that. That's what like, I'm saying. You don't have to like their music, but if you are the type to not pay homage, the... like, you, bro, you are, like, borderline required to How pay homage you not? to the OGs. You know what I'm saying? How like, can you not pay I heard you say Ghetto Boys as yeah, well. Yeah, Ghetto Boys, Dirty Boys. You know who Dirty Boys are? I don't know if I know They're Dirty super Boys. Dope. They're they around for like one out, like got like they had like one good album mm. that like got pushed by the label and then they just kind of got dropped. But they're super dope. They're from down south. Mm. Uh, Twista, okay. Do or Die. I love um, Twista and Do, Do or, or die. die. Those are two people I forgot oh. to mention. Do or Die was um, my shit. I can't remember what fucking album it was, but I bought when I was little. My mom got me. It was a Kanye West album. Uh, okay. Tupac, he he, look, he's trying to keep his mouth shut because you're like, yeah, he he, he loves. Bro, I love Kanye I'm West. Gay, Kanye yes. West, Kanye West is he's gonna other than DJ Quick, literally DJ DJ Quick, DJ Quick, Kanye West, best rapper Kanye was duos cold ever. as fuck in the day, Brody. You know what I'm saying? I still he have is, his CD he's in my car. Still good. It's just like he has. He's different now. Still, yeah, bro. It's like, not bad. Yes. He's like, just he's dropped unique. maybe two bad albums. That's he's, why when what about what albums are bad? Tell me. Jesus. Yeah. I'll give you that. Jesus was horrible. Should even say Kanye. Look. But like, I, know, bro, I was like, waiting. I was like, should I say all it or not? classic <laughs> albums, bro? I fucks with Ye. I think that that's dope because a lot of people hate on Ye. Uh, bro. It, UGK is dope. UGK is dope. UGK called his like zero. Yeah, oh Trader Truth. Yeah, Trader yes. Truth. Y'all Big fuck crit. with that. Big Crit. Big Crit is slept on, and he should not be. Big, Big Crit, crit is, is criminally nasty. slept on for he being is, one of the coldest. He is one of the coldest rapper producer duos. What ever I too. want is a Kendrick Lamar, J Cole, Big Crit compilation joint. Like yeah, if they could come together on an that'd album, that'd be a good. That'd be that'd crazy. Be stupid different, bro. That'd be nasty as fuck. I'm so happy that I'm getting a nerd out about hip hop with y'all right now. It doesn't get to happen all the time. Even when I get other rappers in here. I ask them their influences, and it's a lot of times some basic. But y'all, are, y'all are talking some good see, shit. I like Forgot a to lot of different. Nas you know, too. I like Nas is cold. good music, bro. And like, I don't know, like, I don't know. It's just like I like other music that's not hip hop. See, I'm very open minded when it comes to music as well. Other genres, and I feel as artists, it's important to listen to all different genres. Not only your genre that you perfect and work on. But it, to gain influence from all over the spectrum, man, it's good to listen to rock, country, 
reggae, you know what I'm saying? Whatever the fuck, classical. Mm-hmm. I listen to jazz often, man. I love jazz. You know what I'm saying? Saxophone and shit. Yeah, fucking And see, sex. I haven't gotten a dive. I haven't actually gotten in a dive into other genres like I need to. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just because, like, when I worked, like, in Kansas when I was working there, I was working 50, 60 hours a week. Mm. So my day's off, I was sleeping, and I wake up. Relax, you know what I'm saying? Right. And then go to sleep, wake up, relax, go to sleep. Where did you find time to write in these days, man? Um, Right? Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. Where did you find time to to write? I wrote a lot of music. Like, bro, I'd get, like, I'd go out first, smoke breaks. And you just get it. I'm on on my shit, you know what I'm saying? Or, like, constantly at work, um, I would listen to beats. My whole No Vacancy album or mixtape that I dropped. I had like two or three songs on there that I already had, and then the rest of them, like I, it was like a week. I wrote them and recorded it. See, that, that's that hunger. See, that you were so fucking busy, but like you found your way. You found a way to uh, to go ahead. I mean, and I had it. a whole studio. You know what I'm saying? I still have a studio. Like, we so can, you can record and produce. Yeah, like all like this, that as well. all the stuff you hear at the, at the shows. Yeah, is recorded on my mic and shit, and I just like. Oh, like word? I can I can EQ our vocals. Oh, I can't like I can't go mix and master my our shit, but I can clean like I can cut off the bass that we need to cut off so the, when the bass hits it doesn't drown out the bass and our you know what I'm saying? I can pull like I can EQ our voice enough and turn shit up <coughs> and turn shit down enough so we can go perform and have our, <coughs> our hook and have ad libs or you know what I'm saying or who does y'all's mix and mastering? Um, I was about to, I wasn't about to like cut in or anything, but after he did our music, cause he's good at it. I was like surprised. I'm pretty sure he mixed, like he did, or no, our homie JCO mastered, shout out to my team and, and call it what you want and call it what you want <laughs> and my video doing for the doing the most with Joey Despita too. And Joey's Cali, his yeah. California music video. See, I was just watching that one before y'all got here, the one in Cali. But now the... The producer that we work with, I'm like, yeah, I'm like you. set on working with nobody else. Like, people come up to us and they're like, "Hey, come work at my studio." And I'm like, "Hey, no," because <laughs> right. this dude, like, I went to his studio and shout out No Face Studios. Yeah, his name is Ted Landry. Add Ted Landry on Facebook, like No Face Studios on Facebook. He is the most for the culture producer that I've ever met. Mm. We went up there and he didn't even want to like talk about music for like 45 minutes he just wanted to sit there vibe with us listen to some show us some music that he likes talk to us and whatnot and if he if he even gets the vibe that you're feeling nervous bro it's like it's like your big brother he's literally like hey bro like you're good bro you're here where's he We're at? here he's in Topeka. Yeah, Topeka that's why I was okay. in Topeka for so long okay but, uh, his album. he is uh he's he's incredible bro like I recorded this one song called you and me and I was stoked on it, bro. I loved the way that it sounded. And I went up there, and he was like, how do you think this would sound with auto-tune? And I was like, like I don't know. And, bro, I was like, And it's not like way. Crank the auto-tune to the fucking max. Yeah, no, it's not like T-Pain or anything, but like, <coughs> I was just like, no, T-Pain. I was like, how, yeah, bro, T-Pain is cold. He but is cold. Yeah. I was like, how is it that good? Like right. how he took me to a whole new level, and that's why I was trying. I was trying to plug Lovelace, KMJ, all of them. I tried to plug all the people that went up there with him. I made all of them go over to Ted and Cora and meet them. See, that's dope. And the whole thing is he—he's not like a by the hour type of dude. Like 
you pay for the song. So like he doesn't just you don't just go in the booth and he'll be like, Alright, record your hook. Click, you're done. Alright, record your you know what I'm saying? He'll be like Try like he he puts input. He gives you know what suggestions. I'm he coaches that's, you. That's almost, dope, you know what I'm saying? Like, like he tries to make you better. I've met people that do are. that too, but they get tired of it when right. you don't get it immediately. Right. He gets tired of you feeling down on yourself because you don't get it the first. So try. he's in it for the music. Yeah, he's bro. Like, he's I recorded in it for one the people, song there. Bro. He's in it for the people, and the song he recorded there, bro, it is so but fucking like, good. He was wanting me to do like extra stuff in the background and I was like feeling like super like my ad libs you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and I was feeling like super weird and like I sat there literally like the whole verse he played it twice and I sat there like all uncomfortable as fuck and he stopped and he was like alright bro like come out here like chill drink some water relax bro like I'm gonna have to tap like, in with you're this dude not, record like, some like, shit go in yes there, please do that go in there cool. it would be in your best interest and have if fun, you did. bro he's like I you're love- here to have fun go in there and just if it sounds bad, we'll delete it. Yeah. But we're yeah. going to get this right. Like, I want I want you to sound the best, bro. And it's I love that he, he takes care of y'all like that. Like, that's he, solid. He with takes a lot care of producers, everyone like that. That's the see, thing. See, that's beautiful. Because with a lot of producers and motherfuckers recording your shit, you know what I'm saying? A lot of times, nine times out of ten, they just there for the cash. They don't that's get, get out. That's how you know right. he's not there for the cash, bro. Like, who you know that provides indus- industry-level mixing and mastering for fucking $80 a track? Dude, that's nice. Yeah, I don't know. And that you could if it's it, if it takes you four and a half hours in the studio, you don't care. It's eighty bucks. <laughs> He's happy with. He'd probably it, rather it take four hours so it turned out super good, bro. He the best. You know, T. Row. Uh, uh, yeah. Actually. He recorded. He was the first person to record T. Row. He really? recorded all of T. Row's music. Like yes. his song with Kevin Gates. Mm. Yep. He recorded T. Row shit. That's crazy. Um, obviously, he sent it to Gates. You know what I'm saying? Have you but heard like, the song Fuck Everybody But Me? I don't think I have. Yes. Technology. The guy on the hook records his music at Ted's studio. Busy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's incredible. He's Ted dope, is bro. incredible. You just 80 an hour? Yeah. 80 a song. 80 a song. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he works said? a full-time job, bro. I'm going to have to tap in. Bro, and when you go into his studio, you're going to be like, wow. Wow, this is awesome, bro. It's the vibe. like. He is, I almost feel like he's more into artist development than he is mixing and mastering. And he is, like, mixing and mastering is his piece. Like, he finds his solace he in the music. It. Whenever he's having a, a chaotic day and everything's going on, he, like, as corny as it sounded from other people until I finally understood it from his perspective, he, it's, like, really what it's does therapy. it for him. Yeah, it really does it for him. <laughs> I can need that. Uh, you can light a cigarette if you need to. Oh, no, I'm not going to smoke in your house, bro. So I appreciate the respect. But if you need to, you're a guest, so you get to. You know what I'm saying? It's a thing with the podcast, kind of a rule. Uh, I get to smoke weed in here every day. Yeah, I don't, I don't even smoke. <laughs> I smoke cigarettes, but I don't smoke no weed. You don't smoke cigarettes in here, though? No, not really. Not a lot. Exactly. Unless it's lit up through a guest, then I'll, then I'll tap on it a little bit. But, all right, man. Well, uh, I'm curious, gentlemen. Okay, funny uh, looks at me. As far as, because we're almost to the end of the show. Uh, as far as what's to come uh, in regards to, like I said, I asked you guys if you guys got any tapes dropping, what shows are on the way, uh, and then if y'all boys want to plug up your social medias and shit like that, man, let's get it. Yeah, so like he said, he's got his album, we got our duo album uh, coming out, it's probably, it'll probably come out before his album, and then I got my album that I'm working on, mm. and it's kind of like, I have music that I can put an album together, but I feel like the music that I've been working on is better, so... And then we have the Godamus show, May 8th. 
There's a lot is of that with, that's, that. Is that the one with KMJ? Yep. Yeah, they're throwing the show. Kicked Hopeless, Lovelace, uh, Thane. He's coming out. Shout Celtics out Thane. Is on it as well. Shout out Thane. Check him out. He's from Wichita. Yep. He's a dope ass rapper Both too. Head. Been my homie for years. Dude got me a job when I couldn't find a job in Wichita. Okay. Solid ass friend. We got June 19th. We're going to Omaha. Kicked Hopeless is rolling out there too. That's dope. For the Petey Pablo show. Thank y'all for taking care of that. Team like that, man. That's solid, y'all. Shit, that's GP, bro. General, general principal. I can dig that. I'm yeah, bro. That. Just, uh, you know what I'm saying? That's from the love that we receive. We have to, we have to dish that same love back. You know what I'm saying? And KMJ help block. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's only right to. Man, Kick Tobliss, they, they dope as fuck. They were actually the interview that kind of got all the other rappers to come to it our show. It wasn't kind of, it was. As oh, soon yeah, as they, cause we were begging everybody, come to the show, come to the show, come to the show. Then Kick Topless was finally like, all right, we're they coming. Were, and yeah. they did, and that's one of our highest listened to episodes, yeah, man, yeah. on one of highest our- Highest uh, shared on Facebook. KMJ yeah. shared it, and like, a it bunch of up. people like started like commenting Good. on it and stuff, and then Good. Sam so, shared it. Yeah, and I listened it was, to it. I know I watched the show whenever he posted it. So it's, it's big love to them, man. I can't help but fuck with that team uh, heavy. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Kick Topless got to be one of my favorite rap groups out here, man. I definitely fuck with them. But uh, anyway, brother, I ain't mean to cut you off, no, man. You plugging up. But yeah, now we got those two shows. Um, trying to think if we have any other. I know, I got it all I know KMJ, uh, Kick Topless, they got that show with R.A. the Rugged Man. Mm-hmm. We ain't performing. I don't believe it. We're not on that show, but... Uh, we're definitely gonna be in the building. Y'all fuck Showing with Ari? Yeah. And Afro? Yeah. I don't really on. listen I love, to Afro. I love Afro. He I love cool, his story. Though. Like how Yeah. Like how I he like. was in the hospital and shit. Like he like he almost died. Like he got like a car wreck or something like that. And he had a submission on RA's like contest or something like right. that. Y'all wanna and know something funny about actually, that submission? What's up? Uh he signed Afro before that contest happened and pre picked him as the winner. Really? Yep. Playboy the Beast told me that. Word. My that's, yeah. how I, that's how I came across Afro and Ari because I seen that like contest. They both thing. cold. I'm just I'm happy to have them in Tulsa. Like that's cool. I'm not gonna even make the hip-hop, show. I'll be bro. at work, but facts. It's hip hop. You know right. what I mean? That's to me. Yeah, that's the, those boys are the definition of what hip hop is. The way they spit, the way they flow, like mm-hmm. that's hip hop as fuck. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I'm yeah, I'm happy to have something like that out here. I ain't gonna get to make it. I gotta work, but. Shit, I'm gonna be uh, thinking about it while I'm at one. I'm like, hell yeah, hell yeah, Hooray out here, hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you have anything else you wanted to plug up? Uh, Bubba C and Easton on Facebook. Mm. All your uh, solo stuff on. Yeah, the real Bubba C on social medias. Uh, like I said, I got those three mixtapes on Dat Pip. You look at Bubba C. There's Reflections, Big Dreams, Small City, No Vacancy. Snapchat. Hmm? Snapchat. Oh, my Snapchat. Uh, Flatland Kids six two zero. Okay. Sure, I really wish sure. I had a Snapchat that I could like be confident in giving out. Yeah, she got to make a new one. <sighs> I, dude, I got, I got you, so you many st- people. You can, I mean, it's all right. There's nothing wrong with, with re-adding. Let everybody know. If they really fuck with you, they're going to re-add you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, a, that's true shit, though. You know what I'm saying? True. I don't really have people on my Snapchat really anymore. Well, I have people, but I don't really use it no more. See, I barely use it. Like when I do shows or I eat some good food, I'll take a picture of it. You know what I mean? But other than that, I don't I hardly know. post on Snapchat anymore. Did you have any social medias you wanted to plug up? Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It's oh, yeah. Easton Michael on Facebook. I don't really use my 
artist page on Facebook. I use my personal page as my artist page. Uh, go add me, I'll add you back. Uh, Real Easton Music on Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter. Um, fuck with us on Spotify. Bubba C and Easton, Spotify. Call it what you want. Go stream that shit. Mm, shout Go's, out to my team. Yeah, shout out to my team. Go watch the video. We done cracked 20,000 views on both of them. That's crazy. Go stream. You can also go hear us on uh, My Life is a Movie, Joey DeSpitta's album. He got an album on Spotify, all streaming platforms. Find it on YouTube. Wasn't he dropping DVDs with that shit? He, uh, that, that was the cool part. He uh, Since it was called My Life is a Movie, he dropped it with a movie... Like a, DVD like a movie DVD. It's all like a DVD. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Wow. The credits on the back. Yeah, bro. That's dope. That's yeah. dope. Super dope. Shout out Joey. 15 yeah. a piece. Shout out Joey. Hit him up. Cash app. He'll ship him out. Spit a nation. All that. That's cold as fuck. That's cold mm-hmm. as with fuck. With all due respect. Yes, sir. With all due respect. Hell yeah. Drink water. T, you want to do the thing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you want to find us on Facebook. It makes me happy as hell to know that y'all pay attention to how we move. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Drink water. And then I heard you... Uh, you said something earlier that we, we said a lot. Anyway, continue to do the thing. I'm you sorry. Wanna find us on Facebook. You can find us at With All Due Respect Podcast. If you want to check out these really cool pictures that I took today, you can find us on Instagram at With All Due Respect 001. Uh, and then we also have a Twitter, which is at A underscore broadcasting. And then... Um, uh, and then you can... I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, artists or anybody you want to send weed. us anything anything at all weed. this one makes me stupid um, anything at all um, you can send us some emails at with all due respect podcast 001 at yeah, gmail.com that goes for you two gentlemen I think I've talked to y'all about the 91.1 FM water radio show uh, that we do every Saturday I need y'all to send in y'all's music so we can play y'all shit on the radio yeah. you know what I'm saying uh, that'd Get be dope does it need to be edited not nope. at all bro we're uh we're, we, we'll call it underground radio. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We'll go with that. Uh, we're not a. Uh, we're on 91.1 FM, but we ain't supposed to be on 91.1 FM. Send us your music so we can play that underground we're shit and we can make it real. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Radio Garden. And if you want to be able to hear it all over the world, because since it's not licensed radio, it only allows us to go so far. We use Three this miles. thing called Radio Garden. You just download the app. Tell your people to download the app. They'll get to hear you. Uh, but uh, it allows you to we'll stream, we stream everywhere, all wow. over the world. So you can tune in, you know what I'm saying, water radio show, you know what I mean, tap in, tune in, send your shit to the email. I'll give you the email before we leave. She yeah. already plugged it up once. But uh, also, check out the uh, YouTube, man. We dropping uh, weird shit on there, content, <laughs> man. Uh, the, the, Let's the go. U- with all due respect, broadcasting, man. Me and Tia drop a lot of video game streams, man. We doing uh, music reviews as well, man. If y'all want a song review, bro, send that shit over. We get reactions, shit like that. Uh, also, check out the Twitch, man, where we doing the video game stream at water underscore TV. We doing that shit, man. VR chat. play some video games. You should tap in, bro. That's one thing I want to start doing is just bringing in the rappers, bro. Put y'all on the game and we just chill. You know bro, what I'm saying? on video games. Yeah. I think it'd be a good uh, ass time. We just time. did a... Uh, a uh, a haunted maze thing. In this game VR chat, we had Lovelace in the back with us. You bro, know I want to do that shit. I we love can set VR. y'all up, bro. We'll put you on right now after this. Bro, I you guarantee you, I'm one of the most entertaining people you'll ever see on VR. <laughs> I, th- I believe it. I believe it. Y'all were cool <coughs> as fuck, man. I definitely enjoyed rocking with y'all today, Ooh, man. Hell yeah, likewise. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Castro X, Two Titty Tia, hey. and this has been uh, Bubba C and East. 
And when for those of you that don't like it, with all due respect, fuck you. And we out. We out. Yeah. Spit a nation, fuck baby. Fuck you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker.